everyone. Welcome to the No Like Trust uh, podcast. Today is our live cast. I am Christine George, your host and the co-founder of Post and Beam Creative. Welcome to the show today. Super excited. We have a really special show for you today. Um, first, Renee Roquet is joining us. Renee is a real estate realtor, actually a real estate professional in Santa Clarita, California, which is just outside of Los Angeles in the hills. Um, the Valley, Valencia, that whole area. I had friends who lived there for many years. Uh, she is a huge part of what makes Woman Up, Woman Up. Um, she just, she knows Woman Up intimately from planning pre-promotion to post-promotion. She's just a huge, huge part of it. Um, and when Renee smiles, like just the world becomes a brighter place. So true. Um, so she's also a wave maker and she's going to really kind of, we're going to talk about women up and what happened this year and what were some of the biggest takeaways. Um, and I really am interested in Renee's perspective around it as a wave maker. So we're going to, we're just going to dig in with Renee, but Back with us all is our former co-host, Betty Russo, and Betty is, is actually going to lead our conversation today. So welcome, ladies. Welcome, Betty. Thank you for coming back, Betty. Oh, I'm so excited to be back for this for this episode, especially. Yes. Um, miss you. Oh, I miss you too. Thank you. Yay. Thank you for <laughs> having Betty's me. Yes. Thank Betty's you so much for having me. Oh my God, of course. You kidding me? I, I, I'm going to keep my mouth shut, but like, I could say so many things like, okay, just going to say one thing. Renee was walking around the event the whole time with her camera, like, Hey, this is Renee Roque and I'm here with whoever she was in front of her. And she would ask a million, she was like the reporter on scene. It was, it was just, it was awesome. Your recaps, your videos were so good. So we're, I can't it's wait so to dig fun. in. Such a pleasure. So fun. Because there's so, so many fun. phenomenal women like you and Carrie there. So it's just a pleasure to be there. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Betty, take it away. All right. I'm super excited about this because I personally have not been to a Woman Up event. So Renee, I am so looking forward to getting your insights and of course, sharing that with our listeners. But this is going to be great. So let's dig right in. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, tell us how you got involved with Women Up. What led you? What took you from here to there? Thank you, Betty. Actually, it was just an honor. And I've been involved with Women's Council of Realtors here in our local, in our state, and nationally for almost nine years. Actually, August will be nine years I've been a licensed realtor and nine years I've been in Women's Council. And it's really the best decision that I made. And all my sisters from Women's Council would be going to this Woman Up thing. I was like, what's this Woman Up thing? We've just spent a week together already in our meetings and in legislation and in our CAR meetings. And then they would go somewhere else. And I thought, what is this? So didn't go the first year, unfortunately. But the second year, I started attending. And then we went virtual. I did that virtually as well. And we had fun and it was so great to be together. And I started looking around and seeing, these are fantastic women. And look what they're doing. They're brokers, they're owners, they're here in our industry. And I want to be a part of that. So I think the next year there was an application to be a wave maker and an influencer. And I had served in women's council as a national influencer. I served in California and social media influencer. And I said, I want to bring attention and awareness to woman up. So of course, 
let me do this. So I made an application and I was so glad to be chosen. And then the first year with you, Christine, we, mm-hmm. we had sessions. We were able to, I said, what? I get to speak. I didn't know we were going to be able to do all of these things. And Sarah Sudachan and Deborah Trippin, they really say here, we are relying on you guys. It's such an honor and privilege to do what we do. We got to be MCs, introduction. We let, I actually led a session with Christine about business and business planning and how we create business plan. And it was just fantastic. And I said, oh my gosh, uh, I am a huge proponent of having a tribe, having a tribe of people, women who can be there to support you. In this business, sometimes you can be isolated unless you're part of a large office. And I'm a, I'm a solo agent right now. I'm not a part of a team. And my sisters and my tribe really is my tribe of women from Women's Council and CAR and networking that I do. And Woman Up really is a tribe of women that you want to be a part of that are out there making a difference, a huge impact out in the world and in our industry. So that's really how I got involved. And it's just uh, it's just been an honor. It's an honor to go every year. It's an honor to be a part and to be such an integral part. It's really actually been such, I, I mean, it's such a privilege and one of the best things uh, and a highlight of my year, honestly. Wow. Well, you, that's you a lot. You, it is. <laughs> and you really are a part of the fabric of Woman Up. Like when I think about Woman Up, you are one of the first people that I think of just because you do really take advantage of the opportunity by engaging, participating, raising your hand, um, you know, using your voice and all in a really positive way that helps, you know, just, you know, enhance the entire experience. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. It's really, because honestly, I feel that I am a solo agent. I'm not a broker. I'm not an I'm not a broker, an office manager, but I am a learner. I do love learning from each other, and I do love being a part. I'm a huge advocate for homeowners, for rights. I sit in government affairs and my local associations and government affairs. Uh, I'm really at homeownership, housing, taxation, government financing at CAR. And for those maybe who don't know what Woman Up is, can we say real quickly what it is? I mean, the initiative. So California, oh, because this is national. I'm sorry. Yeah, national world. So our California Association of Realtors, Sarah Sudachan, Leslie Appleton Young, who was our former chief economist, they got together and they said, do you know that 62% of our our agents are women, but they make 20% less than men? So they continue to do studies and they said, well, who in our industry are the leaders? Who are leading our brokerages? And they said, wow, looks like the numbers are not exactly equal. So let's spotlight. Let's talk about those women. And they, it's an initiative from California Association of Realtors, and they created Woman Up. So that's what Woman Up is. And that's what, that's the legacy that we have. That's the torch that we're carrying, highlighting and focusing on women brokers, women, women owners, and those who would like to be brokers and owners. Yeah. And I think I, Thank you for that. Um, we probably should have started with that. Um, I think what's important about what the Woman Up Initiative is doing is in in spotlighting these women leaders is to encourage other women who are thinking about going into leadership roles, whether they're broker owner roles or whether they're, 
you know, uh, you know, staff professional roles, you know, C-suite type roles, any type of leadership role within your organization in, in the real estate space, just showing them that, you know, you're not alone. There are women who, um, who are in those roles and yes, you can do it, you know, have a dream, go after it. Um, and the other part that I think is really important about women up is, you know, from the outside, I think it looks like it's all women. Um, But the important thing is that we really, not only do we want men to be part of it, we need men to be part of it and to support those women who do want to come up um, into leadership roles. Like we can't, it's not women versus men, it's men and women together supporting each other. Um, And I think that's a really important piece uh, of this whole initiative. It's really good that you brought that up, Christina, because it, it is actually, um, sorry, Christine, it, it's collaboration, not competition. And yes. every organization that I've been with, Women's Council, Woman Up, I do not, I do not find that it's competition. I find it's empowering you, raising you up, encouraging you. There's not competition. And can I real, real quickly just have a say something about California? So if you look at California Association of Realtors currently, 2023, our president is Jennifer Brancini. Our president-elect is Melanie Barker. Those sound like names of women. It is. Yes. And then we have Heather Osher. And then we have a really smart guy named John Seabree, and he's our CEO. So three women in places of leadership representing California is really making history. Yay, yay. That's, that's wonderful. wonderful. That's yay, wonderful. You, you, you touched on collaboration and <clears throat> and how you know it, it's about everyone supporting each other and raising everyone up. I was I was thinking the same thing like earlier when you were talking that it just sounds like so collaborative and that everyone is welcome to to participate in in any way that that they want to. Um it sounds like you have such a you must have such a good background because it seems like you're bringing such a wealth of experience to women up. So <clears throat> I think that's amazing. Um so as a single agent, that's interesting to me too because I always thought women up was about bigger roles. And not that being a single agent is not a bigger role. I'm a single agent also. I do have a broker license, but I am a single agent. So I'm with you. Um, I just didn't realize that it was about that also. Um, So with all of your experience and with everything that you've done in the past, how has Women Up enhanced your your business even more so? Thanks. Great question. Thank you, Betty. So Honestly, I can say that I go into rooms more confident because of my experience with Women Up and because of my experience with Women's Council. I've been a trained leader for those years. And, and uh, really, I, it's just having a seat at the table with more confidence. Last week, I was in Calabasas here in California and Calabasas at a KWIF. I was asked to speak regarding Women Up. And I just, you have some, I was able to come with more confidence to speak about a passion, women and leadership. And when I, when I'm sitting across the table from clients, I do have more confidence. I have been, I have actually taken the time to invest in myself with education, with women's council and the training that we do. And 
having that, I sit with my clients, I talk, you know, there are, I'm sure Betty, there's time in negotiation with other realtors. Actually, if, if you don't mind, uh, we're multiple, we're multiple counters here. Right. And so we won, we were back up and then we finally moved into the, the E&D didn't come in. And this agent, uh, a, a gentleman, the other day, we're still in our discovery phase and we still have six days to remove our contingency. And he said to me, and we're, and I'm calling him because we have to go and make another appointment to go out of the house for further investigation about a roof issue. And he said to me, you know, what's going on here? Are you guys, do I have to call the backup? And I can't tell you what happened inside of my heart and the passion that I had. And I called him, he didn't answer. I texted him, I said, please call me. And then when he did call me, I said, I'm a little confused about your statement that you sent in the group text. We are doing what we should be doing, our due diligence and our investigation. Could you explain why you said that to me? So it was just something that just made me so confident and I didn't cow down to this guy. Uh, if you know what I mean. So and it sounds like you responded to him in a professional way versus. Yes, in a professional way. But <laughs> I don't know, six years ago, I might have been intimidated about what he, why he said that. But knowing that uh, my sisters would only want me to do what's best for my clients and represent, I didn't cow down to him. And actually, yesterday we had a better conversation. He said, oh, my, because we had an issue about title. I said, there's a road on the title report right through our property. He said, yeah, I don't understand why that happened. But I read the title report and I'm not moving that contingency yet because until we're satisfied, until our clients are satisfied. So it's it's the confidence that you have by being in leadership, by knowing by knowing what you're talking about and making sure that you are educating yourself. So I think. Renee, I think that's really important. I mean, you started out off this this um, with the question answering the question by saying, "I come to the table with more confidence." And like you know, I think a lot of people may have answered that question feeling like, "Well, I have to tell them that I you know was promoted or that I got a new title or that I started my own business or whatever it might be." Instead, you said, "I come to the table with more confidence," and I feel like that sounds so simple, but it's not easy. It's not easy. And nobody like tells you how to do that. Nobody teaches you how to come to the table with more confidence, right? Like for most of us, it's like, you know, falling, falling down numerous times before we figure it out, you know? Um, So to have that come from a group or an organization that, um, you know, gives that to you um, from a supportive place or a mentorship place is just, it's a really beautiful, magnificent thing. And you catch it, right? You catch it by the tribe being surrounded by recently. I had the honor of uh, Rosanna Garcia. She was our former California state president in 2021, I believe. And she was here with us in Santa Clarita talking about investments. She comes up from a legacy, a family uh, who has invested in real estate and clients for 55 years. And just being in her presence and knowing that, uh, gosh, you know, sometimes I think, what would Rosanna do? What would Rosanna say? (laughs) By watching her and being around her. (laughs) She really, she is. And those things you catch by being a woman up, being around these people and knowing that it's not easy, but you get up every day 
and you just keep going. You keep walking. You keep trying. You keep making those phone, especially in this year where it's, I mean, what, 23% of the inventory of what we've had before. So yeah. it is challenging. And we know that some of us realtors aren't going to make it this year at the end of the year. We know that some people are going to fall off nationally. Betty, I'm sure you're seeing it in that you're part of the world too, that people mm-hmm. are hurt. So when you get an escrow, you want to hold it together, but you also want to do the best for your clients. So thank you, Christine, for saying that. But really, it's just caught by being around these people, these people who I know that they're looking at me like their little sister saying, don't mess this up. Come on, you know, bring it, bring, bring what we caught you. Yes. Well, they believe in you. There's a sense of, um, you know, just believing in each other. And isn't that what everybody wants at the end of the day is to have somebody believe in them, right? That's right. And, yeah. and Renee, you mentioned, you know, the fact that, you know, there are agents that won't be making it um, through this hard season. The confidence, though, that you get by surrounding yourself with the right people helps you get through it, helps right. you, you know, stick to your stick to your goals and keep pu- pushing forward. Um, it's so helpful to have that kind of support around you. Yeah. Absolutely. And I can say it comes from a service, uh, a servant leadership mindset, because I have served women's council for almost nine years and in serving and being there, it's not like you just, it just instantaneous has come apart. Don't just be there and say, Hey, I'm going to sit here and you serve, you give me, be, give me, you're also serving your industry. You're also serving your leaders. I serve on committees. I serve my local association and I serve and I, I, I'm given back so much by serving. I, I sat in a room the other day with uh, Senator Scott Wilkes, assembly woman, Pilar Chavo. We had our mayor, we had our council people. And I was sitting at a lunch thinking, uh, I know these people. I know them by name. They know me by name. At the parade the other day, at the 4th of July, the mayor came up and he gave me, uh, he, they were handing out things. He gave me something. And I, I, these are the people that I'm dealing with and they know who I am. And we're working on things here for our city and housing and affordability. And I sit on the homeless task force and they know me. And I thought, but that's because I'm serving and giving value to my community, to my clients and mm-hmm. to my but it and is it's all about. Yeah. And it's all about. And at the end of the day, I'm hoping to be an advocate to have influence and impact for good for people. Wow. That's so beautiful. It is. Um, you know, I'm almost speechless because, you know, you being a part of Woman Up, like I understand the collaboration and I understand, you know, that the sport it gives you and what you give back to Woman Up. But I feel like this is also ingrained in who you are as a person. Um you know, because this is just what you're all about. And then joining women up for you is just like really piling, piling it on and really getting deeper um, and really getting more support from like-minded people. So again, an honor to be a part of what it really was. And there were so many great things, so many great takeaways uh, just to, to be on a stage. Like, again, like I said, with Christine, that we we're able to share and be uh, just a, the spotlight. And again, Christine, like you said, the spotlight and be around and uh, it, it, it's, it's a lot of work, but I do want to show, look who this is. Look who this person is. You need to know my sister. You need to know Bernice Ross, who is doing great things and elevating women and elevating and talking to us as we're realtors. 
right, Betty? We give, give, give to our clients. And at the end of the day, if you're like me, I flop in bed going, oh, I'm exhausted. But what do you <laughs> do, right? What are you doing for yourself? Are you making sure that as you're building wealth for others, you're also building wealth for yourself? That was mm-hmm. something that Rosanna talked about last week. Set aside wealth for yourself. Make sure that you have property for yourself, for your family, for your own legacy. There's so many takeaways. I, I just love Kindle. Kindle, she's our ADU girl, and she has a lot to offer about just just keep going, just keep trying. Uh, Leslie Appleton Young, she had a great presentation about aging, right? Mm -hmm. Who talks about that? And uh, she had a very funny story about the gummies, right, Christine? (laughs) She was. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> recuperating recently. Tell the story now. I'm sure Leslie wouldn't mind. Come on, Christine, you tell it. <laughs> oh, somebody tell it. It's okay. Um, so, Leslie, actually, if you're listening, then um, you need to let us know if we're getting the story right. Long story short, she her her daughter was visiting, right? Right. And her after she was recovering from surgery. after she was recovering, and and uh, everybody had gone to bed, and Leslie went into the refrigerator. She was hungry, and she saw gummies in the refrigerator, and so she and her husband just downed a whole bag of gummies oh. and wondered what the heck happened to them and oh uh, well yes she said well, we didn't buy these we didn't bring these and anyway that's how she, that's the story of how leslie you know i think she said she had she slept a day or two after that she slept a day or two yeah 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 that was oh my funny. gosh oh my gosh right yeah that so that was actually going to be our next question which is you know what are your biggest takeaways you've already given us a couple but um Kendall, what is an ADU? Like wh- us on the East Coast, I don't know if you know what an ADU is, Betty. I don't know. No. I don't. What is it? Accessory dwelling unit. So it's a big thing here in California. And uh, there's been laws that are passed now for ADU. So now if you're a property owner and you your, your property meets specific criteria, you can add an ADU to your property to in help us with housing and our housing shortage shortage if you know california especially yeah. the city of los angeles we do not have enough homes for our population so it really was a legislation that went through and passed to add to increase our housing so it gives you another opportunity to put uh, some people are using as a rental or a mother-in-law on your property and it's very popular here interesting do you have that That's in new jersey concept. sorry do you have anything like that in New Jersey, Betty? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't claim to know everything, but I have to say I've not heard of that here. Wow. So, that's so different. How about tiny homes? Are tiny homes a big thing there? Probably not. I have not seen a lot of tiny homes, but I love the concept of tiny homes. That is so great. I always, I love to look at them like, you know, online or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I love that. That is so cool. I love how they, you know, so purposefully like use, utilize each space. And then I say, but could I live in a tiny home? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Can I don't I, know. I love the idea of it. I think it's right? so cool. Minimalistic, right? You don't have exactly. to worry about cleaning all that house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maintaining it. Ladies, I do want to let you know there are a number of people joining us. Um, we have Deborah who has um, joined us. We have um, Kathy Cherie who has joined us. And Carrie is telling us that New Ham- the state of New Hampshire has ADUs. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, California okay. is very, it's huge here. 
I can imagine because your population is huge as well. You know. Welcome, ladies. So glad you're here. Welcome, ladies. Can I share a quick uh, story about the uh, tiny home? Yes. So I sit on the homeless task force with a friend named Christine Dronin here in Santa Clarita. And her organization is called Finally Family Homes. So kids aging out of foster care, when they're 18, what happens to them? Some of them are homeless. Some of them don't know what to do, where to go. So her organization, they decided that they were going to build a tiny home. The client who is aging out of foster care, so that youth helps them build this tiny home. Then it becomes their own home. It's it's a privately funded. They get grants and private donors. And then that youth, that's their property, they take it and they can live in it forever. Forever. To not become homeless, they created this tiny home. So it's a wonderful organization. That's so cool. cool. They're teaching them to be a part of the solution, to help with the construction. And he he is now, they're, they're almost at the end of it. And it actually was in the 4th of July parade, went down the parade the other day. And now they're taking it and they he will, do, he's, he will identify a site where he will actually take the tiny home. And now he has a place to live and he's not homeless. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Isn't that fantastic? So solutions, coming up with solutions in California is challenging, but but she found a great one. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Oh my God, I love it. it. That's great. One less homeless Um, person and definitely a young person who's just, you know, now getting out on their own. How difficult that must be. So it's awesome. Yes. Renee, any other takeaways? Oh my gosh. How many times have I said what- Like thousands. What Deborah (laughs) has said. Let them, just let them. If people are different from you, just let them. Let them be. Let them be different from you. We are different and allow people to be different. I'm sure my family has appreciated that since I came back because I have a teenager in the house who's uh, 17, about to be 18. And so (gasps) close the door and I just go, oh, I'll just let her be in there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel it. I've been there, been there, done that. <laughs> He's not, yeah. not me. She reminds her, my, reminds me often. She's not me. And I, that's I, right. That's right. She's more talented in her, in her little pinky. She has more talent than I'll ever have. And I just yeah. letting her be right now. <laughs> yes. That's I know. You, you know, <laughs> so I'll just tell you, I, I texted Deborah over the weekend, this um, picture, because, you know, I never realized how, being married to someone can make you like crazy sometimes. Right. And, and so we had parked, we had parallel parked and I took a picture of our car with the wheel turning this way, instead of parallel parking in like this, the wheel is like that. My husband never ever straightens out the wheel when he parks, no matter where he parks, how he parks, he never straightens out the wheel. And it drives me crazy. <laughs> Bonkers, crazy. And so I have to say, like when I when we got out of the car that day and I saw the wheel, I was like, I just started laughing. And I took the picture and I sent it to Deborah and I was like, okay, I'm gonna just let them, I'm gonna let him park with the wheel going the other way. That's fine. That's fine. We're not the same person. I know, but come on. Right. <laughs> 26 years you know, over here. I I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 
get it. <laughs> and it's okay. Like, I guess that's the point, right? Like we're all going to do business differently. We're all going to handle things differently. We're, we're all dealing with our own control issues on whatever level. Right. And so the best we can do is just have compassion for each other. So that was a great message. I loved it. Um, that's my takeaway from today. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, <Love> Deborah. <laughs> I know. We expect you to come, Betty, next year. Come on. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, yes. There's an yes. else come out. Christine will let you know because you need to come and be a part of it. It's beautiful. I know. Christine it's keeps telling me. Beautiful locations. Always yeah. next. Season. We were in Oceanside. You step out of your, your meeting and you look and you're having lunch with this as the Pacific Ocean, yeah. basically. I saw the photos and I was definitely jelly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had the opportunity. One of the things that we do as a wave maker is that we have the opportunity to have wave maker dinners. Where we have a little more intimate opportunity to speak to people, which honestly, for me, the first year I said, no one is ever going to come. No one knows me. Why would they want to spend dinner with me? But I was so, it's so warm my heart. We had a great time. We had about nine people at our table and we talked and we connected and had a little more intimate setting. So that was great. And this year we combined with a women's council friend that I know, Claudia Diaz, and we had sushi together at the same restaurant on the patio. So that was fantastic. That's amazing. I would love to have dinner with you next year at uh, Woman Up. So tell me, okay, what does it mean to be a wave maker? I know that you're in some type of leadership role within the organization, but what exactly is a wave maker? Actually, wave makers are, we are here to talk about, and I would say we are influencers, if you want to say the word for influencers. So to get the word out, to reach to our friends, to let them know about Woman Up, to to share, uh, to talk to people who might uh, potentially be sponsors of Woman Up, to just bring the knowledge of Woman Up to people who might not know. So, and then for our retreats ourselves, we actually, again, on the platform, on stage, we got to introduce, we got to be speakers, but really all year long, we are wave makers and we are here to spread, to spread to our communities, to influence with people that we know about this great initiative that California Association of Realtors has. And again, thank you, Christine, because now we get to speak nationally about Woman Up and what we do. Christine is a huge promoter of Woman Up and Christina Carey and Post and Beam. And uh, man, she's, you know this behind me? I love that. They created it. This is all her work. My Carrie Edwards. It's awesome. Have you seen my logo? They created my logo (laughs) and they did all my branding. Oh, are you hearing this? Awesome. Beautiful. It's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that is beautiful too. I love what they did. Thank you. Gosh, branding. And branding is so important for what we do, right, Betty? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you mentioned how Woman Up is getting national now. Um, and I know that it is based out of California. So what other states are you attracting people from? What what other, where are your members from? Well, I think people came from all over. We had Chicago, we had Sarah Ware came from Chicago with her, um, the, with her CEO. So the Chicago Association of Realtors, she came and she spoke 
So for sure, nationally from Chicago there. Um, who else? Betty Ross is from, where is Betty Ross from? Christine? Well, this is Betty Russo. I think you're thinking of, um, actually, I don't know who you're thinking of, but we've had women like Martha from Florida. Amy Powell last year was from Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Pam Blair is in Seattle or Portland. Hey. Um, Goodbye. You know, We've had people from Colorado, um, obviously Massachusetts. Um, so really sort of sprinkled all over. I think um one of the ways that women up is becoming more national is they have sort of these pop-up events um at other conferences. So Inman in New York, Inman in Las Vegas, right. um, places like that where there's already an event set up, those um those companies or organizations will support women up by giving them, um, you know, uh, conference space and stage time um, at their events. And so that's really where it's sort of caught fire for lack of a better word. Fantastic. Yeah. And it's what we're doing here in California is apparently very unique. And so uh, Californians always seem to be trend makers. <laughs> leading the trend and what we're doing. So, so thank you. Yeah. We appreciate that. Awesome. So good. So good. Awesome. Christine, I have a yeah. question for you. Oh, me. What are your biggest takeaways mm. from the retreat? I, I mean, Deborah's was probably my number one, like let them, I, I think about it every single day. Not, not so much even in my business life, but more so in my personal life with my son and my husband and my family. Um, it sure has like, like given me so much stress, like relief of stress. Like why try to control what other people do or don't do? Um, so that was a big one. Um, probably the, the, the second biggest thing for me was what it always is, which is being able to connect on a deeper level with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, and, and being able to learn from them and also maybe make a difference for them, you know, by telling my story or sharing what I know, you know, I mean, I think that's the beauty of it is that sort of give and take of skills and experiences and, and, and the blend of the personal and the professional, because I, I have found for me that if I know you, then, um, or you, Renee, or anybody, if I have a connection with you, then I'm going to open up a little bit more and, you know, maybe ask for help on stuff that I wouldn't have asked for help on if I didn't know you so well, you know, and I think that that is reciprocal. So that's a long-winded way of saying just the connection and the collaboration, I think. Well, you know what? I feel like in a time when so many people are sadly divided, being able to collaborate and connect with like-minded people is so important. And it's so such just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, what I love about this business is the humanity of it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's being able to connect with, you know, colleagues, peers, and clients, because what we do every day is help them, you know, have better qualities, quality of life, right? And so it is, it is all about knowing who we are as humans first. Um, And then, you know, like you said, Renee, just being a servant leader and figuring out, okay, how can I help you 
you know, have a better life or achieve your goals or, you know, rise, whatever it might be. Right. And again, together, we, together, we, this year, um, every speaker at the end said together, we something. So when I had the opportunity to speak uh, on my session, I said together, we provide hope because it was a moment when I had to make a decision. Do I leave my team that wasn't supportive of me? Uh, she wasn't teaching me. And she decided not to teach me how to do something. That's what hurt, that she had an opportunity, uh, a realtor who was my personal realtor and sold us a few houses. And when it got to the opportunity that I needed to grow and expand and grow like a butterfly, Betty and I have our butterflies on. Yeah. When I had the opportunity to grow, she said, well, I'm not going to teach you. And I thought, whoa, I can't stay here because yeah. I can't be in a box. I need to provide for my family. I need to make a living. And I did a few more transactions with her and I finished those off and then I had to go. And it was scary. I was really scared. I thought, oh my gosh, I'll never work again because I don't have my team, my big team at Remax. How could, who's, who's going to, how am I going to get clients? And I was up night after night, really in the dark, just scared, sweating, trying to figure this out. But thank God that was six and a half years ago and I'm still here. I'm still standing. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was really challenging, but I think we all got a chance to share a lot of those moments that we had and we had to make decisions and just to believe in yourself. Something that I said was, see, I had to speak to my soul and remind myself who I am, Mm -hmm. that there were other things I got through. This is just one of those other things. And it did it. If it didn't work out, there would be another door that opened and some, I'm sorry, I'm I'm a woman of faith. So I believe that God's got me one way or another. And he's going to shut one door. Another door is going to open. Might not know what that is because, you know, we like comfort. We Mm -hmm. do like to be in our routine and comfortable. But a new season ahead doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. Doesn't mean that you're forgotten. Doesn't mean that you're forsaken. It just means that door is closed and there's more for us to do. We're still living. We're still breathing. We still have things to do. And, um, and everything leads you to the next thing. So had you not experienced that, you might not be exactly where you are right now, right? right. So it's all an experience and we grow from it. Yeah. And, and I believe, Betty, that you have to share your story, right, Christine? You have to share your story. You have to share what you've gone through because there's someone out there who's going through that exact same three. There might be a woman making a decision. Does she leave her team? Does she go solo? She Does she leave her husband? You know, things might not be right. You know, just to make it on a personal level. Can she survive it? And you have to admit, t- share your story because they need to know that they too can survive what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we talk to people, we can hear books, we can pray, but sometimes you need flesh and blood on you to say, mm-hmm. oh gosh, if they went through it, then I can survive it too. And we yeah. did have other people who spoke um, lessons that they, I think really the, the biggest takeaway was that we've all gone through things. We're still here and we're thriving and we're, mm-hmm. and we didn't go under, right? We didn't go under. Yeah. It means that you too, if the opportunity is there, take it. Why not take the chance? Why not take the leap of faith and see the, the new season that that is there for you? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I love your story too, Christine, how you you and Carrie decided, hey, maybe we'll form this business together. Maybe yeah. we will collaborate. 
And you're like, hmm, I don't know. And you were so honest on one of the woman up sessions that we talked that I remember maybe I, it was something I heard and you said, I'm not sure because, you know, sometimes people let you down when you form teams. Like they don't work the same. People don't have the same work ethic. People don't understand business the same. And you were honest and said, well, you know, you guys have to have those fierce conversations with each other and saying, can we really do this together? And we will mm-hmm. we really form this partnership. And I thought, you know, being authentic. And I, again, that's something, Betty, that really that we do speak about at Women Up There. It's authentic. It's raw. It's authentic. And so if you want everything candy coated and, you know, there's a rainbow at the end, might not be the place for you because there are women who have gone through things there who are authentic about the struggles. And like you shared, Christine, but I think people need to hear that. You have to have those conversations. Yeah. Building a you know, you, you brought up something. I, so my son and yesterday I brought my son and his friend to camp and they were talking about a video game and my son was just wrapped up in the fact that it just didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense. And his friend said, well, Gil, it doesn't have to make sense. It just has to work out. And I was like, he has no idea how profound that really is. I was going to say, and how old is this child? <laughs> yes, he's 11. And I was like, and that, it's like exactly what you're saying. Like, especially when, you know, when I think about what Carrie and I have been through, you know, from the outside, it, it might look like we have it all together and we we're doing an amazing job and we're perfect and all of that stuff. At the end of the day, she and I are humans. And we have the best of intentions. We're doing our personal best. And sometimes we don't, we, we get caught up. And so we have to have those real conversations. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't always make sense, but as long as it all works out, that's what really matters. And I think that that's, it's really profound. That's profound. so funny. My 20 20- my 21-year-old son always said, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I said, oh, yeah, I, I agree. Same thing. It doesn't make yeah. sense. You know? Gosh. Not everything makes sense. He's learning. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Thank you, ladies. It's been a great conversation. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, absolutely. And how's everybody doing out there? Our other participants? Good? They're good. So, Betty, you want to wrap us up? Ooh, you're giving that to me today? Oh, that's you. Yeah. Ooh, awesome. So I haven't done this in a while and I love this part. Um, Renee, can you tell us what no like and trust means to you? No like and trust is? No like and trust is being authentic. You mean for me personally? Like who are you in your point of view? Yeah. What what does it say to you? It means being real. Know, liking, and trust people who are real, not your social media, everything's perfect, but real human beings. Just Christine talked about the humanity, knowing the humanity of people. It's hard to know, like, and trust someone that's not real or who's lying or fabricating or putting on a front. You know, like, and trust people who are authentic, who admit to, hey, just like she just said, we're at the end of the day, we're humans. We're doing the best that we can, but we're humans. And we're being authentic. It's it's hard to know, to bond, to like, to trust the people who have their social media mm-hmm. a perfect life on. So, but just being real. And again, that goes back to my tribe, having tribe of people that you know, like, and trust. And you know that you can be 100% authentic with them and you know them and they've got your best, they've got your best at heart and um, you can, you know, the bond 
that you can have with them. So you know, like, and trust those people. Beautiful. I think we have a lot in common, Renee. I mean, Christine, wasn't that my answer one time? Something similar to that. It was authenticity. Yes. yes. Authenticity, being your authentic self. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What it is. That's awesome. where, where can people find you, Renee? Oh, thank you. Well, you can find me on the internet. I'm out there on the web. <laughs> I'm involved with my Facebook. I have a Facebook page and then the internet, Renee Roquet, Realtor. So I would love to connect in any way that I can. If you have any needs in the Los Angeles area, Santa Clarita area, but I, I born and raised in Los Angeles. We moved to Santa Clarita with our family uh, to raise our kids because really LA is a hard place to grow up. It really is. And there's not a lot of protections right now in the city of Los Angeles but born, raised in LA. I'm, I'm grateful for my upbringing. I'm grateful that I had the experience of living in the city of Los Angeles, in the inner city of Los Angeles, if you know what I mean. Grateful mm-hmm. for that because I don't, it, began, it gave me awareness of when I'm traveling and when I'm out, but it is, it can be challenging to raise your family there. So definitely when we got pregnant and, uh, came out here in the suburbs so my kids could have, you know, the life in, in the suburbs. But nice. uh, it does give awesome. me a lot of experience with different housing. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that as an advocate. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate it. And Betty, I'm so happy to have you back. I miss so seeing you face every other week. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Betty, it was great to meet you. It was so nice to meet you. And where, so much. where is it that you serve, Betty? I am in North Jersey. My brokerage is Keller Williams Prosperity. We're in Wayne, New Jersey. And I live in Oakland. It's like one town over. So, um, yeah, this whole surrounding area of like Wayne, Oakland, Ringwood, North Jersey. Great. It's been a You're pleasure. City, city girls. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, North yeah. Jersey is so close to the city. So yeah. um I I I I don't do business in the city. I don't have like a New York license, but you know, you grow up in North Jersey, you're 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 almost a New Yorker. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. And well, um, yes. Where do you join us from? Oh, um, I am in the greater Boston area. I live in a, in a suburb about 18 miles west of um, Boston um, called Sudbury. And we have the most famous zip code in America. Who's that? Can you guess what it is? Hmm. 01776. 017. Oh, 776. Nice. 1776. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For Boston. That's easy to remember. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. This this has been awesome. Um, For those of you, we had quite a a group here um, live with us today, Deborah, Kathy, Carrie, and all of the others who were sort of behind the scenes there. Thank you for joining us. Um, For everyone listening to the podcast, thank you so much for listening. If you loved it, make sure to share it with your friends. Give us a five-star review. Leave us a review and um, tune in next time. Have yourself a great day. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.